Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. All right, so, I mean, it goes without saying that the price of and just the cost of living has increased so much. I mean, I go to the store and I'm shocked at what things cost, right? So scary. And the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group has published new data showing the price changes for essential goods in May 2021. And according to the data, the average cost of the household food basket is now sitting at 4,137. Can you believe that? That's people's salaries. That's the average basket per month. And month on month, between April 2021 and May 2021, the average cost of the household food basket uh, decreased by 61 uh, rand, uh, just over 61 rand. And over the past nine months, uh, when the data was first released, the average cost of the household food basket had increased by 280 rand. So, I mean, I do have, I do want to say that most of this is because of the lockdowns. If you remember, there was a time where we were all in the house. So everybody was eating. And then now with the lockdowns being lifted, uh, you know, people are back at work, back at school. Think it's but improve. who knows? Yeah. And who, and who knows? Moving forward, I mean, we might, we might have another family meeting just now. <laughs> so you, we never know. So, I mean, it's, it's, very, it's quite interesting. On the line, we do have Mervyn Abrahams. He's the program coordinator at the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group. Good morning, Mervyn. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, uh, Nala, and good morning, Chris Bungani, and good morning to all your listeners. Morning, Mervyn. Welcome to the show. Now, Thank you. at an average cost of about 2,232 in May 2021, the core foods, and, and I mean, we'd equate these to things that we cannot live without, are very expensive in relation to the total money available in the household. How are people making ends meet? So, Nala, uh, what do women tell us? And, of course, we track our data across a number of major cities. So we, we, we track in Johannesburg, in Durban, in Cape Town, in Pietermaritzburg, and then in the outlier uh, a town of Springbok in the Northern Cape to get a sense of what is going on in the country. And so what ordinary women in low-income and working-class households are telling us is that their survival strategy is to buy less food and to buy less quality food. Uh, And that's Mm. the only way in which they can survive these price increases. So so that has consequences, of course. It has long-term consequences for the country in terms of our socio-economic and development trajectory because it impacts directly things like education. It impacts directly things like health. It impacts directly the future economic productivity and growth of the country going forward. So it really is a crisis situation that we're seeing around food and food prices. Mervyn, I really want the listener to really understand, you know, about the LSM that we're talking about. Um, I know that a small minority um, won't be affected, but a large majority of this country, when we talk about, for example, maize meal um, going up or eggs going up, um, you know, um, if you're someone that earns 200 rand or 300 rand a week, um, you know, you might actually not be able to afford to buy food for your family. Well, exactly. I mean, uh, uh, an easy way to look at it, Bongani, for the listeners, is, I mean, if we, uh, about 60% of South Africa's workers, yeah. 
earn at the level of the national minimum wage. Now, the national minimum wage is at about 3,600 rand per month. Now, when you take the cost of electricity and transport, which on an average, according to our calculations, will cost uh, a low-income household of about seven persons, uh, uh, electricity and transport will cost in the region of 1,900, which is 52% of the income. And then you are left then with with 48% or you are left then with 1,736 rand once you pay transport and electricity. Now, with this 1,700, you have to pay for everything else, including food, including education, including possibility of rent, including of all of these other things. And then if the basket costs you 4,000 then there is no way you can buy everything in the basket. You're going to have to pick and choose. You're going to have to buy only a little things to stretch this money as far as possible. Uh, and and, and, and so, so that is the predicament that close to about 60% of South Africans' households find themselves in month on month on month. Uh, sure. You uh, you speak about the minimum wage. Um, I think it's three thousand six hundred and forty around there. Yeah. And there are a lot of South Africans that don't even earn that much. You know. Exactly. So so exactly. so how how do how do they balance the cost of living? You know, do you think the wages uh, are sort of balanced with how much it costs just to survive in this country? No, no, we have a we have a strange situation. Well, it's not so strange because it is built in of, of living expenses. In some parts of the world, people look at, well, what are the expenses that people have to pay for? And salaries are set accordingly. In South Africa, we do not have that. Uh, and, 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 and so our salaries and our living costs, mother in a household has to match these two things. Yeah. So, for instance, so for instance, if if we just look at it, so the national minimum wage was increased this year by four point five percent. A food basket, it's 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 it, our food basket is is going very close to about eight percent, and yeah. possibly will break the ten percent before the end of the year. Um, we are talking about fifteen percent electricity increases. We are talking about the possibility of seven percent transport increases because of the increasing price of fuel. Uh, and then we have a wage increase of 4.5%. We have a social grant, old age grant increase of 1.2% and a child support grant of 2.2%. Nowhere is there any relation between the income into the household and the levels of the expenditure. Yeah. And that is where we are finding ourselves in a crisis. And recently a, a report was released that said about eight, about 11.8 million South Africans are suffering hunger at the moment. Sure. Mervin, that is a crazy number. Before we um, let you go, Mervin, we've got yeah. literally 50 seconds. Is there anything that government can do to assist? We have to strengthen our social security system. And, and as we go into lock, uh, the possibility of a lockdown, we have to ensure that, that there's top up to the grants again. And we have to ensure that there is food aid as a short term solution, but the long term solution remains an economic one. Sure. Reverend, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us. And I guess scaring reality into what uh, a lot of South Africans are going through. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. Thank you, Bongani, and thank you, Nala. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.